0: All investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird and Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC.
1: And good morning. Welcome once again to Invest Wisely with Walt Sokira. He is the managing partner of the AKW Group with offices here in Akron. In also Washington, Pennsylvania, he's a wealth advisor and works with the Robert W. Baird Company to pass his clients of monies invested in individually owned stocks and portfolios that they custom design for their clients. If you have any questions about the market or about how the AKW group invests their clients' money, call Walt this half hour three three O six seven three one two three four here in Akron. That's out of Akron Toll Free 800-669-4100, including on WNIR dot com. Walt, you're you're on location once again today in a beautiful part of the country that I am quite familiar with. You're out there in Denver, Colorado, a place where uh, I know my brother used to live for many, many years, and it's a gorgeous part of the country to visit. uh, All that area there, uh, Utah, Wyoming. uh, Tell us about about your trip out west.
2: Yeah, Bob, we came out this way to visit with some clients. We had uh, one client in a big family of ours uh, celebrating his 50th birthday party, so We came out here and we decided to see some other clients as well. So we we came into Denver and we took a nice trip up into Laramie, Wyoming, uh, yesterday. And uh, then then drove back down to uh, Denver and uh, experienced that birthday party. And then today we'll drive over to Breckenridge uh, to meet another client before coming home. So it's been nice to get back out and see our clients Uh, after last year's COVID We we missed a lot of them, and, you know, that face-to-face communication means a
1: lot to us. Obviously, you have clients all around the country, probably even around the world, too, but you like these, these are personal relationships. You like to meet, the, meet them face-to-face from time to time. What are some of the thoughts you've had over the past year when you've been limited to email or, or Zoom meetings or, uh, or talking on the telephone now that you're back to be able to get to face-to-face? How does that, uh, how does that differ from, uh, from doing it the way we had been doing it in the so-called new world? Yeah,
2: Bob, I'm still an old-fashioned guy, and, you know, I, I'm a big believer And you know, when you look people in their eyes and, you know, you're there, you just foster stronger relationships, you know, um, being able to kind of read people's body language, um, I think it helps clarify a lot of communications, you know, so much is lost, I think, in translation by using technology today, so uh, being able to, you know, sit and hear somebody and, and feel the emotions that they're feeling Especially when you're dealing with sensitive issues, you know, a lot of what we do, Bob, we get into, you know, very sensitive issues, dealing with, you know, family and plans and, uh, you know, the distribution of money, uh, people's health declining over the years. Um, You know, some of those things, you know, doing them face-to-face is a lot better than doing them through emails or texts or or using communications. Uh, Technology helps, but it's, it's not the solve all. that's for sure.
1: That's well, it's good to be able to get back to some form of normalcy now, and, and that is a, one of the good things about what you can do is to get out there and once more see your clients. Uh, we have clients far flung. Were these clients that began with you here locally, or do they come to you uh, from where they are in Colorado?
2: Well, most of them come locally, Bob, and they end up moving to different parts of the country, either for work or for retirement or for family. And then, you know, we pick up some clients along the way, you know, when we're, Uh, visiting, just like last night, you know, we met a lot of people that were very interested in what we're doing. And, you know, we're always interested in adding the right types of people. Again, we're, we're in a really good position with our business. You know, we're looking for the right fit. Um, You know, a handful of good families a year is is really all we need. Um, So, you know, we're very, very blessed uh, as a group. And we we have some of just outstanding people that we, we just love working for.
1: And again, a beautiful out of the country there, Colorado, Wyoming, uh, just to watch out for the winters, though. They come early, and they stay long. But still, right now, it's a great time to go out there and uh, see the Rockies and all those breathtaking vistas that you can see Uh, out west. Well, let's get back to... Get back to business. Uh, the market last week once again. all uh, well, the market seemed kind of jittery. They ended the week with a couple of more records for the Dow and and the S and P. So we seem to be in a rut a bit. Uh, well, the market's not exactly uh, bowling ahead full force. It isn't losing much ground either.
2: No, it's it's nice, Bob. We got a nice little uh, kind of break from all the volatility. Um, you know, and we saw the markets move forward again last week. So the Dow Jones Industrial Average up three hundred six points. 0.9% uh, year-to-date, we're at 16%. Uh, the NASDAQ was up, uh, actually off 12 points last week, 0.1% down. Uh, still at 15% year-to-date. The S&P 500 index up 31 points, um, and we're at 19% year-to-date on that S&P 500. And then the uh, small mid-cap stocks have struggled a little bit, uh, off 1.1% last week. And But again, year-to-date at 12.6%. And all those returns have a very strong returns uh, for any given year. So the, the stock market's given us uh, you know, some really nice uh, movement again this year, and, and a lot of our clients are benefiting from it.
1: Now, this is August, late summer. A lot of people, including traders and uh, market analysis, our analyses if folks are on vacation. Uh, they do to come back usually on Labor day or so so is this kind of a a calm period before the action is going to uh, to heat up again or is this a do you think is going to last us to the end of the year?
2: well Bob, I think we're entering the most difficult um, part of the, the year for the market you know when we you're right when people get back and um, you know I think when school gets started people kind of get back to work after the summer break especially after this summer I think a lot of people probably, took a little bit of time to enjoy themselves after the, you know, being locked up uh, last year with the pandemic. So I, I think, you know, we're going to see the volatility come back. There's a lot of big picture items that we're focusing on right now. You know, uh, Congress pushed through that $1.2 trillion package. Uh, you know, it's there and, and the other $3 trillion is, you know, being looked at. I know there's some um, you know Democrats now that are kind of backing away from both both packages being passed. But yeah, as we said last week, when you, when you talk about government spending and taxes, uh, those are game changers that probably will create a lot of volatility for the market.
1: Because government spending, the taxes you talked about, uh, it never seems to be uh, you're quiescent. It always seems to be changing in uh, radical ways one way or another. So now that we're looking at the, what's going on today in uh, in government, and as you say, the big programs that are coming online that can also benefit uh, industry and benefit uh, the markets as well as uh, also costing the taxpayers a lot of money. So, what are what are the investors out there, professionals? What are they thinking about this? Uh, is there is there more benefit than uh, than harm to these programs?
2: Yeah, about you know, in an ideal world, yeah, we wouldn't have to worry about government too much. But I think in the world we live in today, government has just become the center of a lot of things. You know, you look at it from a couple different perspectives. You know, you're talking about the spending and tax packages. And, sure, there's some benefits that come in from infrastructure. However, government getting too big and taxing people, uh, you know, creates issues. Also, the way we're handling some things, you know, we have those inflationary pressures, which, you know, really take a hit on, on the you know, consumer's budgets out there. As We've seen prices go up. Uh, another thing we worry about is the Federal Reserve, you know, the fact that that's not supposed to be a political I um, mean you know, monetary policy should sit aside from politics however you know a lot of what they're doing right now is to support some political agendas and uh, you know the Fed has taken a lot of criticism so you know we got to kind of wonder you know is the Fed really that independent um, you know monetary authority over there or are they really you know kind of uh, talking to the politicians a lot more and, and making decisions on a political basis and then the other thing you worry about is just the the far reach of government now you know when you take look at the shutdowns and the lockdowns and things that government can do, um, that's not the country I grew up in, but, I mean, it's what's happening today. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, government has a strong, a long reach, and they, they've done a lot, and, you know, they're creating a lot of spending, and they got to pay for all the spending that they're doing. so all these things that we have to pay attention to as investors.
1: And, of course, then there is the world situation, which uh, has been dominated by the pandemic for years. But as we look across the globe, there's revolutions, and the countries and the capitals are falling, and others are, are having, uh, again, all sorts of domestic problems. And we're concerned about the buildup of uh, Russia and China. What does international uh, politics have to do with our market? That has to also be a very concern about how great of a concern for the local market, but it has got to be a concern overall
2: it is I mean for geopolitics bob again that's another one of those big picture items that we have to pay attention to and um you know we live in a world that you know is is very volatile and a lot of parts of the world are struggling and you know we see some countries you know trying to exert dominance and and you know there's always a policy our our policy internationally has always been a is a leader and we've always been in a great position and we just hope that we can maintain that going forward but yeah, you know we've been we've been a little bit fortunate that we haven't had any big events. Um, there's there's a lot of things happening in the world that are impacting a lot of people. Uh, fortunately, we're allowed to pick companies, and that's what we do, Bob. And a lot of the companies that we invest in, we take a look at how those geopolitical structures are affecting these companies, and you know what risks are out there. And as an as an investor, you can stay away from some of the risks. Uh, you know we've talked about China. You know we've stepped away from China and. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a, a situation we really don't want to have companies that, you know, are, are having a lot of impact by what's going on over in China right now. But, um, you know, as an investor, you have to consider those things, and I think that's a very good question that you asked there that you got to keep thinking about.
1: We're talking to Walt Secura. Again, he's the managing partner of Akron's AKW Group over there in Fairlawn with a branch office in Washington, Pennsylvania, outside of Pittsburgh. And it's time for the program to allow you to call in and talk to Walt about any kind of stocks that you like. We call it Stock Talk walt has been uh, trading stocks for more than 30 years. If you have a question about a particular stock that you're old or interested in or you'd like to buy or just want to find out more about, uh, give us a call right now on the air, 330-673-1234. And on WNR.com from anywhere, you can try our toll-free number, 800-669-4100. Talk directly to Walt Secura of the AKW Group in Akron. Good morning. You're on the air.
3: Morning. I was wondering, you know how I like to relate my weekly activities to possibly uh, identifying a, a stock uh, uh, opportunity. Well, I had a very interesting thing happen yesterday, Friday the 13th. I got a call from Chase Bank Fraud Department saying someone cleaned out my checking account. They, uh, they, uh, they wrote checks against my account. I guess someone who we sent a check to for a payment uh, made copies and, and, uh, and uh, signed my wife's name. And uh, so, anyway, we had to go down and go through the police report and and uh, go through the whole rigmarole, change account numbers, list all the stocks or the checks that we'd written and everything. And we'd just written our quarterly estimates to the state, federal, and our real est- local real estate taxes. So, we had some checks that, if they bounced, could be pretty uh, time consuming to get worked out. But, anyway, it looks like we got. Financially, we got uh, everything resolved with Chase and the police department, but the, uh, my stock that I started looking up what I could do is Norton LifeLock, symbol N-L-O-K. Norton LifeLock, N-L-O-K. People that bank online and do all that. We just, <clears throat> we don't have any, uh, any of that high-tech stuff, but anyway, it's just paper. But anyway, I think... It could be something to look into if you do a lot of stuff on a computer or because uh, this this uh, check fraud is just absolutely, they told me during the meeting, uh, rampant, Key Bank, Huntington are the tops that they're fraudulently writing checks against. Chase is wow. third. So uh, anyway, this is something that just really uh, hit my wife hard because she's been very cautious on What's going on? But anyway, this Norton LifeLock—is that uh, anything you've ever uh, uh, looked into?
2: I have. Yeah, I've looked at it quite a bit, Ken. And I'm sorry to hear that. Um, you know, we've had a, a lot of our clients, uh, you know, deal with fraudulent activities and scams and so forth. And I'll tell you, it, it's something you really do have to pay attention to. And yeah, we like the space. We, you know, Norton LifeLock is one that I do—I have followed for some time. It is on my watch list and. You know, whenever you talk about Internet security or, you know, things that protect people's data, um, all this is super important, and I think it's going to become more and more important with the kind of world that we live in. So uh, that is one that is worth paying attention to. And like I said, anything that does with, uh, you know, securing your Internet or your, your you know, the data that you have out there, especially your financial data, uh, you know, really, really important to uh, take a look at those stocks.
3: Yeah, well, I thought I'd... Uh... Give you my weekly or my report from the field. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it, Ken. <laughs> it, it was financially resolved, but it was a frightening think that I was going to be out all that that money. Now they're trying to track wow. down. Uh, they they put on the memo a wedding, and then on the other memo, on the other check was a mortgage, huh. and they the, the 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 we got copies of the checks, and they uh, they just put their initials. They didn't have a legitimate. Signature. So whoever cashed it? They always make me jump through the hoops when I deposit a big check from a closing or something. They make right. me wait ten days and treat me like a communist. And here they are. These guys are out there. Uh, these guys are out there uh, just writing them uh, at will, putting down weddings and.
1: Uh, let me ask you now. You so you know who who's doing this? You know who got no, the check? the copy.
3: They they get one of our checks that that we made a payment on, let's say the electric bill. Oh. And they have contacts uh, somewhere that they'll give them a few hundred dollars to send them an email, a copy of our check, and then they they make up duplicate checks exactly like ours, Mm -hmm. and then they copy my wife's signature exactly, almost exactly. They screwed up a few things. When they write the numbers on the 7, they put a line through it, like a military mm-hmm. thing, so I told them, "Well, that looks like a military uh, or a foreign." Yeah. They said it could be in Nigeria or oh. huh. a foreign country.
1: Oh my! Russia. So, but so somewhere know, though, somebody had, had to be a fink locally, though, from either a company or the bank, or somebody had to, in essence, turn this over paying, to them. I've
3: been paying uh, my toll fees with a check. In other words, when you go through
1: yeah, Massachusetts
3: toll. and Maine, it's all automatic. They read your license mm-hmm. plate send you a bill a month later so we'll send them an eight or ten dollar check mm-hmm. i think i think it's going through the prison system where they're having the prisoners help out uh oh. processing <laughs> these things i'm trying to resolve it. we're we're wow. playing detective now there's detective wow. agency here <laughs> wow,
1: we're, we're is, trying to resolve
3: fun. and help out here but the police department we didn't get a whole lot of satisfaction they put us off blew us off uh till monday okay. or tuesday when the Chief gets back or whatever. As uh,
1: long, long as the bank, uh, again, covered your, your losses, I mean, that's the, that's the important thing. Yeah, but Chase,
3: Chase has been uh, the best thing I ever did as far as a banking relationship. But, the, but compared to some of the banks years ago, I had a bank that actually closed in Dover, Ohio mm-hmm. uh, in the 80s, and I couldn't get any money or anything. I oh, yeah, the, the big war, Knocking on the door like the Depression, mm-hmm. let me in, I, I want my money, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. a movie. But uh, they resolved that, but it took about a week. So
1: I, I tell you, there is a. It certainly makes one very cautious about about using checks anymore. Maybe it's best to do things online with a proper amount of online protection. Because now it sounds like wow, they're getting really uh, aggressive yeah. in the, for well, those Well, it's a big
3: deal. According to the, uh, our associate down there, they mm. they she was telling me about the other banks and they actually named them and. And it was really, it's really rampant. Really, uh, but they caught it. It was amazing. We got a call from New York, and they said, "Did you write this check number, this and that?" And two checks, and said, "No, hmm. It's are still in our book." Well, they they had to know the next numbers up from where we are. So it was a recent yeah. transaction, or they had access to our balance.
1: because
3: to pay the uh, the bills, we run a small uh, real estate company through through it. So there's some nickels in there, and uh, they had to know that there was, uh, they had to know there was some money in there mm-hmm. to write the volume of checks they wrote, so wow. it Scary. wasn't, uh, so it's the inside, we, we're, we're trying to see maybe an inside deal, or somebody had to have access to the statistics on our on our account, mm-hmm. and so forth, so anyway,
1: really got hacked, it, in other words. it gets
3: excited, yeah. I, yeah, it was exciting, but
1: we don't need that kind of excitement. No. No, you yeah. sure hey, don't. Hey, Walt, are
3: you going to get some cowboy boots while you're out there? Uh, I might. Cowboy couple of too. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for your uh, information. I, uh, this Norton LifeLock could help and be a good investment.
1: For sure. For sure. Okay. Thank, Thank you. Thanks for calling. Uh, bye
3: bye.
1: Well, what a story! Well, it ca- shows us all to be very, very cautious, and it's very good that these uh, major banks are right on top of things. Uh, uh, if they see a charge or something that looks unusual, we've gotten those calls too. But it always has been a legitimate charge. But it's nice that they're trying to watch. But my goodness, uh, there's nowhere you can run anymore from people worldwide who want to take a little hunk of a of a of your uh, stash there. So just be very, right. very careful. Uh,
2: looking sure, at- Bobby. And, and we do it, too, you know, at Baird. We our, our gals in the office are super careful, and, um, you know, we're always verifying emails and any kind of communication, you know, calling people back. And uh, in today's world, you, you can't be – got to be really, really careful with, with your money and uh, your information and your, you know, all the things that that have to do with that. So super important.
1: Looking at the stocks that you look at again last week, and the uh, companies have been reporting this quarter, uh, you have a core equity holding for a long time of Disney, Happiest Place on Earth. That looks uh, quite a bit happier now than it did a year ago, with impressive sales and earnings number. Disney stock is up about four percent on those numbers. Uh, does Disney still hold the magic for you and your clients uh, to going forward?
2: It does, Bob. Yeah, we're we're really impressed with Disney's results. Um. You know they came back online, strong revenues were up at seventeen billion up forty five percent for the quarter. Uh, earnings were up almost nine hundred percent, eighty cents a share versus eight cents. Again, they got pretty easy comparisons, but uh, it was good to see the park business was was the big story. You know, last year that was running at a, a big loss for them, almost two billion dollars in loss and uh, turned uh, a profit. they, they had over four point three billion in revenue coming out of the park. so, very diverse company now. 26% of the company now comes from their direct-to-consumer, their Disney Plus, the ESPN Plus, the Hulu. Um, has become a big part of their business. Um, the media networks, the studio is still there. And, of course, with the parks coming back online. A very diverse company and uh, you know one that has a lot of financial power and I think a lot of significance as we look forward over the next three to five years.
1: Another company that's only been public for less than a year is uh, Airbnb. Uh, they were kind of on the other side of the pandemic as lockdowns uh, kept people from traveling in the last year. What's happening at Airbnb for now, and are they showing some recovery?
2: Yeah, Bob, you know, they are. Um, they, they've done a good job. As you said this is one that came out um, during, the, during the pandemic. Uh, this, this is the company that started back in 2007. They IPO'd last year. Uh, operating 220 uh, countries, over 4 million hosts uh, out there offering properties to guests, and over 800 million guests, that are out there searching for those properties. And, um, you know, there's some big cultural shifts that we see, Bob, you know, people want those experiences, Um, people want to be in less concentrated areas, and Airbnb has some of the most unique properties uh, in the world that you can go and stay at, and lengths of stay are also increasing, so Yeah, we look at Airbnb and we think that uh, there's there's some real significance to to the opportunities. Uh, Revenues were up almost 300%. Again, uh, they're looking for profitability and maybe by about 2022 they'll turn profit. So you're still paying for a little bit of that potential, but you know I think this is a company that definitely has a lot of long-term potential to it.
1: Another holding in your small mid-cap portfolio is uh, Meravay Life Sciences, and they reported some impressive. uh, Revenue gains and profits last week. Uh, tell us about this company.
2: Yeah, this is a very interesting company, Bob. Um, they benefited a lot um, from from the pandemic. Uh, some of their customers include Pfizer, BioNTech, Sanofi. Uh, this is a company that they, they have some labs out there that uh, do a lot of the processes for, um, you know, important parts of the drug development, vaccine development, um, they, they own a few labs that people might have heard of, TriLink Biotechnologies, Glenn Research, uh, Vector Laboratories. Um, and this is a company that's very well run. They're very, very profitable, uh, up over 364% in revenue for the quarter, and uh, profits were just through the roof as well. So uh, this is one that we found for our small mid-cap portfolio. And, again, when you look at the, uh, you know, the acceleration of this company because of their ability to help, uh, with the vaccines for the pandemic, they're, they sit in a really good position and have a lot of really interesting things going on. And the, and the customers that they serve are some of the leading um, pharmaceutical biotechnology companies in the world. So uh, we really like this company.
1: Of course, you know that the IKW Group is affiliated with the Robert W. Baird Company that gives them access to worldwide information on investment banking, the capital markets uh, all throughout the United States, uh, Asia, and Europe. And, of course, in uh, Fairlawn, locally, Walt and his team provide all kinds of information for their clients, including estate plan reviews, uh, Roth conversion analyses. Social Security analyses, transaction tax analyses, tax reviews, and more. And so it's not just just investing folks' money they are concerned about. It's really looking at their entire financial picture. And one of that includes the folks who are, are retiring. Retirements accelerated over the last year due to the pandemic, either because of the strong market or uh, people decided they wanted to uh, finally pack it in, considering how fragile life can be, or maybe they didn't have a choice over it either. But either way, uh, a lot of folks are thinking about going into that brave new world of retirement. Now, Walt, you recommend that uh, people should trial run their retirement before they actually do it. Now, how do you trial run a retirement?
2: Well, Bob, I think you start to, you know, really think about the the decisions you're going to make and how they'll impact you. Um, You can use vacation time to do this, Um, you know, to to really look at your behaviors as they relate to work, as they relate to non-work activities, uh, lifestyle decisions, you know, how that might impact your expenses. Uh, A lot of people have more flexibility coming out of the pandemic. I know at Baird we we are often in flex time. Uh, for employees, and, and if your company offers that, you might want to use flex time uh, to see, you know, how are you filling that time, and, and how do you feel about being away from work? And Again, we, we hear a lot of people say they're going to change a lot of things in retirement. You know, they're going to uh, read more, or exercise more, and, and we tell people to start trying to do those things. Again, uh, the trial retirement is is starting to change some of those behaviors before you get there because what a lot of people find is when they retire, it's so sudden, it happens so quick, and if you can't really get those behaviors in place, it feels very odd, and it leads people to making some bad decisions. So I think, uh, you know, this trial retirement idea is very interesting. Again, if you have vacation time or, you know, flex time or ways to get away from work a little bit, we'd we really tell you to try to do that. And, you know, get, get some real financial structure behind what you do. you got to really start looking at that those expenses and, you know, where the income is going to come from as you start to you know, change your work schedule and not have as much coming through on the W-2s. So, uh, again, there's ways to do it, and, and we, we're talking more and more to people about how to do that, maybe you know, do some testing you know, before they jump in full force.
1: Now, this topic and others are going to be covered in the retirement classes that the AKW group has coming up very, very soon. In fact, you have some uh, dates and times on these classes. Walter, uh, when do they begin?
2: Yeah, Bob, the first one kicks off in Kent, Ohio. It will be September 29th, um, and that will run from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., and then we'll come back the following uh, October 6th. So the, the way these run is they run one week, and then they come back the next week on the same day, same time. Uh, and then we have one, again, starting up October 5th, uh, that Then the second day for that won't be October 12th. Again, that's a 6 to 9 p.m. time frame. We have some over in Washington, PA on October 14th, October 21st, um, and those are those are interesting uh, times as well. We have a, a earlier afternoon session for them, and then a late evening session. And then there's some times in Kent on um, Saturdays, uh, October 16th and 23rd, and October 30th and November 6th that are 9:30 a.m. to 11:30 uh, a.m. Uh, so again, they're all on the website out at AKW Group. Uh, that's akwgroup.rwbaird.com. That's akwgroup.rwbear.com. You can also call the office and talk to Abby or uh, Sue Schechter. And the, the uh, office number is 234-466-667476. 234-466-7476. And uh, we're getting excited about it, Bob. We're, we're ready to get them going.
1: And again, there are two classes, one for those uh, who are under retirement age, called the pre-retirement class, and the one for those who are already retired, uh, for them to uh, brush up and see what's going on as they are continuing to work through this world of retirement. So give that number a call. For more information, 234-466-7476. In uh, Pennsylvania, you can call Sue Marshall's office there, 412 480 Nine zero. So, Walt, what about the next week on the market? Are we still into the August doldrums?
2: Yeah, we, we're going to get a lot of earnings reports from the retailers, Bob, and some uh, economic data that we'll pay attention to. And, again, we'll get back to work. Uh, I'll be back in the office on Tuesday and looking forward to getting back to work in Ohio.
1: We have a safe trip, and enjoy yourself while you're there. Again, Walt Secure. the AKW Group, called them at 234-466-7476 and remind them that you heard him on WNIR, Kent Akron. Have a good week, Walt.
4: During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. Airbnb Inc., symbol ABNB. BioNTech, symbol BNTX. The Walt Disney Company, symbol DIS. Huntington Bank Shares, symbol HBAN. JPMorgan Chase, symbol JPM. KeyCorp, symbol KEY. Meravi Life Sciences Holdings, Inc., symbol MRVI. Norton LifeLock, Inc., symbol NLOK. Pfizer, Inc., symbol PFE. And Sanofi Aventus, symbol SNY. Please note that Robert W. Baird, Incorporated makes a market in all of the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast. In addition, Robert W. Baird & Company, Incorporated and or its affiliates manage or co-manage the public offering of Airbnb, Inc., symbol ABNB, and Meriby Life Sciences Holdings, symbol MRVI, in the past 12 months. In addition, Robert W. Baird, Incorporated and its affiliates have received investment banking compensation from J.P. Morgan Chase & Company, symbol JPM, Airbnb, symbol ABNB, Meriby Life Sciences Holdings, Inc., symbol MRVI, in the past 12 months. And also, in addition, Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated and its affiliates have been compensated by JPMorgan Chase, symbol JPM, and KeyCorp, symbol KEY, for non-investment banking securities-related services in the past 12 months.